What's up? What's up? What's up? Windaily Sports family, Tony Cotillo, Dave Gleckner. It's Jigsaw on the bell ringer time, and it's windailysports.com. Make sure you give us a follow on windailysports.com. You know the drill. We do this every night, the night before, getting ready, the early lock show, MLB DFS. Uh, this is for Tuesday, 11-game DK slate. Uh, obviously, we, we predicate most of this on DK, but obviously you can pivot the FanDuel if you do the, the, the FanDuel tournaments as well. Uh, but another decent night, Dave. You know, we had the uh, – the, the sneaky plays from Texas and Arizona, uh, you know, the uh, Grom. We, you know, unfortunately, with with eighty five percent of the field, <laughs> he was stuck. Yeah, in wow, right. Know. You know, I mean, listen. So yeah. you were kind of with everybody else, which is fine. Um, you, know, you know, it is what it is, fine. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah know, no, so. I mean, to win, you're gonna have to have, you know, the big ones. You got to be with the majority and hit the other ones right. So uh, you can you can be with the majority on one or two, just not yeah. the whole lineup. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And one, one of the lines we were, were we were in on were the Phillies, uh, but they got rained out. So, again, it's going to be a doubleheader today. Uh, I think it's doubleheader today, right? Is that? It will be. Yep. Yeah, doubleheader yep. today. 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Yep. Yeah, so another interest. So, so there will be some interesting picks in that game. So make sure you keep it locked in for that as well. And the best way to do that is hopping in our Discord uh, make sure you get in that Discord, windowsports.com. Make sure you like and subscribe to the show and you continue for all the future content. But Dave, uh, 11 games on this slate. Uh, as always, you know, we start right at the pitch in perspective. And, you know, you you, you got a guy in, in Kershaw at 10-1. You got Strider at 10-4 going up against San Diego. Uh, or then you're going to drop down to Miguel or Montgomery. Uh, you know, what one of those guys is your building block for this lineup? It's going to be Strider. Uh, Strider's had a good start to the year, nine Ks in every single game. So that's nice, 27 out the gate, nine in each game. So you already know you're going to pay for something in that range just to start. Um, and the thing about him, I mean, if you look at some of his advanced numbers, he's maybe even a little bit unlucky so far. His 3.3 ERA actually is a 2.2 FIP and even a 2.8 Sierra. So um, he's got a situation where he's only allowed like nine hits but six earned runs. So I could see Strider being that kind of anchor at the top. And I, I do, you know, I do feel good playing him. Out in San Diego, it's still a hitter's park, even though they've tried to move some things around here and there. So I think Strider at the top is a good play. If I dip a little bit lower, I mean, I do like, you know, Kershaw you always got to like, but the Mets actually hit lefties okay. We talked about that the other day. So I would look more towards Jordan Montgomery as my second, my 1B if I am sitting at the top. I like that. Now I'm going to go a little sneaky. I want to get your opinion on this because, again, I I like to get a little different, and and I, I liked Merrill Kelly uh, yesterday, who who didn't pitch bad at all, right? Uh, as a sneaky play. But how about that Nathan Avaldi? Now, now here's the thing, right? So again, you're going to look at it right off the, and this is what happens with people, in my opinion. They look right, ah, oh, six point three two area, one point five three. What this guy stinks. Okay, remember, I could care less about what his ERA is. What I'm looking at is innings pitched. I'm looking at strikeout potential, and I'm looking at how far it goes in the games. And Dave, this is a guy, okay, seven six six, five five five, and he's going up in pitches from 82, 89, 91, and he's facing the Kansas City lineup. Again, they did well, but they're they're not always that good. So I think this could be a nice spot, nice bounce back uh, when we talk about Texas uh, from the pitching hump because obviously the Grom. Goes out early, but I like Avaldi as a sneaky play. 
I like it. And I mean, even when DeGrom went out tonight, I think it was no hit through four innings. So um, Kansas City really doesn't scare anyone. Ovaldi is, is one of those guys, when he gets in a groove, he's really hard to hit. He, he throws hard power pitcher. So, you know, if you're going to attack him with anybody, against KC is a really nice choice. Talking about one of those other potentials there that I, I like a lot is probably Marcus Stroman. Very similar attack spot. Uh, going against the Oakland A's soft hitting team. Stroman's been great so far this season. 1.0 ERA, uh, 24 fantasy points per game. And then when we take even a step down into your area where you were with Ervaldi, um, I think Sale's got some value too. Uh, Chris Sale, I mean, I look at some of his numbers as well. 11 ERA, right, terrible. But his fifth's a 7.5, and, and his Sierra's all the way down to 3.8. So he's really been a little bit on the unlucky side. So I think Sale at that price, Minnesota's tough. I get it. They can really attack, but at times they're they're higher strikeout rate than they have been in the past few years. They're sixth in the league in K rate. So there's potential here for sale at that price to be really good too. Yeah. And again, you, you know, you can't always pay up for everybody, right? So if you're gonna, if, you know, we we did this last night. It was like, hey, we want the Grom. So we got the Grom. Fine. He's the chalk guy, but who's gonna be the one B? Who's gonna be different? So again, that's why we give you some names. You know, again, Merrill Carey was one of them. Uh, I mean, Kelly, Merrill Kelly. Um, and then I, I like Evaldi and like Dave saying, you know, you can get Stroman at 8,800, uh, Excel at 7,500. So again, that's really, it's $3,000 off that top guy. And as long as they do well, you're probably going to hit if you have a good lineup. So Dave, speaking of lineups, who's the people we're going to stack tonight? Yeah. Well, first Yvonne checking, imagine not playing Ruiz today. Good comment there. That was uh, it. Was one oh, of your there guys? There we go. That's the yeah. That listen. And here you go. Just so everybody knows, if you're watching the show for the first time, it's kind of what you know. Put out this every day in Discord on Twitter. Uh, it is the the Fantasy Firebox value play. Fantasy Firebox is a fantasy show that I do for Win Daily uh, and Heat Ratio Sports on football season, usually on Saturday mornings. Um, and we started this FFVP a while ago in baseball because baseball is where you can get different under $3,000. So the goal is to pick a guy under three grand uh, that's going to give you PPP, which is positive point production, specifically like five points or higher. As long as that, you're plus five. Because again, these are low value guys after you get these big stacks. So what did Ruiz do? Starts off the game with a five spot. Uh, so yep. already cashes the FFVP. And, and I'll tell you this, Dave, just so everybody knows, I think I, I want to do because um, my man B in Discord was like, yo, you got to make a sheet. I got to make a sheet because I do have all the written down. With Ruiz, we're now approaching a plus 75 for the year uh, in FFVP value. Uh, just just from me specifically, that's not me including everybody else in Daily that throws their FFVP out there. So I know I'm plus 75, Dave. I know you hit some really good ones as well. Yeah, no, but it's nice. I, I love when people, I mean, that was one of the plays the audience loved as well yesterday. So when we're in line and we're in tune, it's beautiful music. And, you know, C's checking in saying that Philly's got canceled because of the win. I'm going to be honest with you. They got canceled early in the day. And at that point, I just, you know, shut it down and got ready for a Sixers game. So I didn't yeah. see the win. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but you do mention a good point. Now we're going to flip the script from pitchers, right, over to batters. And, you know, I did try and look, you know, just so you know, a little low on the scale for pitchers. Didn't like anything that's popping off below that 7K range. So I think, you know, we kind of draw that line where we were talking in the sale of Valdi range. And then, yeah, let's now go over to hitters. And it didn't work last week. 
But believe me, it's going to work this one. And I'm going with the Colorado Rockies as one of those stacks because uh, – and yes, Shorty Freeland, not so much. But I was never on Gaussman. I'll tell you that. And I said, don't play him. So, you know, that worked out. But uh, because he had played cupcakes until he saw Houston. So, um, <laughs> I don't even know how he got positive points tonight after that first inning. But, yeah, I like I like the Rockies tomorrow. It's Vince Velasquez's time, right? And you Oof. saw balls popping out tonight. Pittsburgh's got 13 runs already. Colorado's just got one against Rich Hill, but I, I think it's a it's a good situation to get some Rockies hitters and get some get some value in there with some good Rockies hitters, especially I mean Chris Bryant went long tonight, so we can look at him and then maybe get into that middle of the lineup with some Charlie Blackman, uh, Ryan McMahon. I like it. I, I, Colorado, really good team when it comes to again we talk about value because of the you know basically have a, a really good formidable lineup. And they have guys that that are very valuable. And, and, you know, I talk about this all the time. You just look at this specifically, you know, what they were. You know, they have the two guys that, you know, up at the top and Brian and Crone. But after that, I mean, Charlie Blackman at 4,100, it's a great deal to put him in, in your lineup. He, he, even Diaz at the catcher position at 3,700. Uh, you know, Daza at 3,100 in the outfield. These are guys that can give you PPP all day long. So you can get really different. And then Dave, that this this allows you to do, uh, you know, I'm not going to call it the jigsaw method, but I really like, like I've talked about this all the time, is combo in these stacks. You know, a couple guys here. I did it tonight. I did it with Texas. You know, I, yeah. I took Marcus Simeon and I took my man Josh Jung, right? So I, I put, I, I just two guys I wanted out of that lineup. I, you know, and I took those two guys, and boom, what do they do? They produce, and I took two Braves. I, I, I took uh, Acuna and I took Matt Olson. Um, so. You know, I was able to get two of my favorite stacks together in one lineup and made four just with two different teams. So I do like to get different that way. No, I like it. I did a little bit of that too either. I, I hit some four threes and then some one-offs. Burleson was one from St. Louis. So, yeah, it's definitely the right way to do it. Talking about another team out there, and I know you probably have one as well that, that you're looking to attack. But I tell you the truth, um, when we look at these pitchers tomorrow, and there's a lot at the bottom, I don't want to go, you know, obviously there's some good spots to get. Um, but I kind of think off the top of my, I've got to look at Baltimore. Um, now my dangerous sign with Baltimore is, you know, I think they've been on the road a little bit lately and they're coming home, but they had this day off. So I always like that. They had this day off to kind of reset the button, but Josiah Gray has been on or off. And when he's off, it's home run city. Um, so, and Baltimore is very well known for their power, especially Mount Castle having a great season so far, Adley Rushman. So I think power versus power, I take the Orioles bats. I, I, you know, it's funny, Dave. You know, we talk about this a lot, right? We go back and forth. I'm going to go on the other side. So my sneaky stack for tonight, or I should say tomorrow, whatever you want to call it, is going to be the Washington Nationals. Yes, mm. I said the Washington Nationals. Because, again, and, and it, number one, that's where my FFEP derives, okay? Because let, let's just go right about tell you why. Okay, so go right by the pitching perspective. Number one, they're very cheap, and they're going to be low-owned, okay? And Kremer stinks, okay? Mm -hmm. He stinks. And, and, and again, I, all I'm telling you is I just go by what the guy gives up for hits and runs. It's simple as that. 13 runs, 16 hits, okay, in 12 innings. It's not a lot of innings, okay? And that's a lot of runs and a lot of hits. So, specifically, I look at a Washington lineup. Okay, you can really get some cheap bats. So my FFVP right off the bat is going to be C.J. Abrams. Okay, C.J. Abrams, again, two out of the last three in positive point production. 
Okay, four out of the last five. He, you know, he he's hitting the ball. He's not the strikeout once again. I'm okay with that, but he's stealing bases as well, and he's walking. So this is kind of what you want with these at bats. And, and from the left side, I think it's going to be a really good test uh, to, to go up against Kramer, who which he's absolutely going to obliterate. So I do like eight. It's only twenty four hundred. Again, only twenty four hundred. And Dave, I'm going to stick with Washington, and I think that you can get a nice little stack of Candelero at third base and either Garrett or Thomas in the outfield lined up with CJ Abrams. I think, and again, here, think about this. Just say, just say you took Garrett. Okay. And and you said, okay, 3,200 and you took Abrams at 2,400. Okay. Now you're at 5,600 and you had Candelero. Okay. And now you're at 9,000, 9,000. You got three guys. That could absolutely go off if it gets a, a really good matchup. So I do like that. And Dave, how many people are going to be starting watching the Nationals tomorrow? Yeah, no, that's good. That was kind of like the Oakland A's play tonight. Um, yep. Yeah, I didn't really evolve yet, but it's always the way you got to go to eventually, you know, like you said, get different. In 11 game slate, that's probably going to be one that's 5% owned, yeah. that type of stack. So I love it. I love it a lot. Um, you know, we always like to go a little different also with stacks and attack one of the pitchers up at the top and tone i'm i'm gonna go and attack sonny gray i don't know how nice. much longer this can last i i mean this guy with a 0.53 era uh is finally maybe i guess you know he's he faced houston so i gotta give him credit there but the white Sox and royals are, are minor league teams that what they roll out recently so i i'm gonna take a chance here and i'm gonna stack some boston red stocks in one of my lineups tomorrow because one Boston had that, you know, what do they call it? The um, the the marathon today, right? Um, they always played game around eleven, and then the rain. Oh game, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Had to get pulled, and then um, I think they call it Patriot Day up there. Um, so now they had a little time off, but it was a crazy kind of day up there. But tomorrow's gonna be a little cooler up here in the Northeast. I think high of mid fifties, um, which kind of leads me to believe maybe he's not gonna be ready to spin that ball as much as he has been. Boston's gonna be. You know, like I said, sitting at home, they got done the game earlier today, ready to go. So I'll take the Red Sox to attack Sonny Gray. He's one of my off-the-radar, up-against-a-better pitcher in this slate stack. I like that because nobody's really going to think about that. Nobody's – right? So that that's the one thing. Like, how many people, even though – I, I give you credit. Like you were like, let's go to Grom. I'm not going against. Uh, I'm not going with Gosman. Yeah. But how many people did go against him? It's it's one thing and not picking him, but not many people went against him, and not many people are gonna go against Sonny Gray because listen, we we live in a society that people just look at quick numbers, quick hits, and they look at that ERA and they're like, oh, I'm not touching him, right? They they say it all the time, not touching him. So so that's where you're gonna get different as well. You you either get the low ownership stacks. Or you go with this, you know, with the low money, or you go with the stacks that you say nobody's even going to think about. Go and Boston had a lot of good bats, right? And that's how we got to Arizona last night, who did score six runs today against Flaherty in St. Louis. So um, you always got to get creative and get there. You know, looking at some of the stuff I look at, some advanced numbers. Sonny Gray has been more than fortunate in the way he's been uh, pitching this season. I think uh, things could change tomorrow. I think batting average on balls in play for him is under 200. So nothing that I think is going to stick long with, you know, that, yeah, batting average balls in play 238. Usually the league average is about 310, 320. So he's 100 points lower than the league average right now. Things will change. Yeah, I, I, I believe that as well. Things will definitely change. So, Dave, any other value before we get out of here you see on the slate? And obviously, you know, who you have for your FFEP? Look, I got two of them. 
Um, oh, going two. And, I like it. Yeah, I'm going two because I got to go one in case he doesn't play. So I'll lead off with the one in case he doesn't play. Let's go Brett Beatty. Coming up from the New York Mets, third baseman, prize prospect that they didn't bring up from spring training, but they just called him up. I know tonight he's already got a single and an RBI. You know, lefty on lefty matchup tomorrow versus Kershaw. Not sure where they'll go, but um, they would be smart to keep this kid in the lineup because he is, you know, a very, very good hitter. So I like him, and hopefully he plays. Um, and then if not, or even if so, that game in course just seems like you got to get your hands in there somewhere. And a uh, kid from Pittsburgh tonight knocks a three-run homer who's been up um, from the minors, came up when O'Neill Cruz got hurt, and that's Mark Mateus. So yep. sitting there at 2,300, batting about, you know, the the middle half, the middle bottom of the order, I think going against Jose Urena, you know, you want to kind of stack something on the Pittsburgh side. Mateus wasn't doing anything before tonight, but, you know, all you need to do is see one go off the bat hard and maybe things can change at 2,300. I'll take a chance on him. I like it, man. I like it. And as always, that's why we talk about these, you know, this FFVP because, you know, you get a five, you get a seven, you get it. And if you're lucky, you get a double digits and you're talking about, you know, low ownership guys, very, very low money uh, with other your stack that nobody started. That's how you get different. That's what the difference, because if you always look, especially in those cash games, you look at the top tier and the difference between first and fifth could be like six points, could be yep. three points, could be two. That's your FFVP. That's the difference. That's the difference. Instead of getting a zero, you're getting positive point production. So that's how you win. That's how that's how we came up with it. So, Dave, final thoughts. Uh, you know, tomorrow's going to be a, a really good slate. 11's a lot that we usually get in a main slate because of some of the double headers that went off day. One final thought is we'll prop we'll put some props up there tomorrow, but Jose Ramirez has great numbers against both Detroit pitchers tomorrow. Matthew Boyd being one of them, hitting three homers against. So the other one, Rodriguez, um, he's got two against. So, you know, I'm going to be playing some Jose Ramirez props for sure tomorrow. I'm not sure if I'll go all the way to home run, but he's also an RBI machine. So um, going to be looking at that, but we'll definitely post some more tomorrow and get you ready for a winning baseball Tuesday. Yes, absolutely. Like, like our boy Ghost says, taco tuesday so uh so make sure that you're locked in make sure you like and subscribe make sure you're on windowsports.com co-work green or win big to get your first free week and make sure you're jumping in that discord every single day anywhere between like five and six o'clock whether it be me whether it be day whether it be jay somebody's putting some props in there every day and they're hitting obviously you don't hit everything you say you hit everything you're you're lying to yourself okay but you pick your spots you know go, you be smart and you'll get a profit. I guarantee you that. So, Dave, as always, great show. Everybody watching in. We appreciate it. Like I always say, everybody stay safe and stay healthy, and we'll catch you back here next time. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.